welcome to a new episode of She's Kingdom Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Audrey, and tonight our topic is rejection. Yes, you heard that right. We are dealing with rejection. We're in deep waters tonight. Um, And so I am going to be sharing with you um, some intimate, I believe, intimate stories of rejection in hopes that um, something that I share would um, be able to encourage you, um, to help you if you found yourself in a space where you're dealing with rejection or have deal with rejection. I pray that something that I share tonight will um, help you along your journey um, and help you in the process of how to process, how to actually process um, the experience of rejection. So before we go ahead and get started, hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when our episodes drop. Our episodes are scheduled for Thursdays bi-weekly at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss another episode. So what is the definition of rejection? So according to the Webster Dictionary, rejection refers to the act of denying, refusing, dismissing, or being off-putting to something or someone, it can occur in various contexts. So in our interpersonal relationships, on job applications, credit applications, academic endeavors, artistic pursuits. So we know that rejection shows up in every part of our lives. Um, And it causes a range of emotions from sadness, to disappointment, frustration, anger, depression, And because these experiences are so common and it's challenging, tonight we're going to talk about ways to navigate these experiences and how you can walk away from an experience of rejection, having it be an opportunity where you gather wisdom and you grow from the experience. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with the first question. And the first question is what inspired you to create a podcast about rejection? So honestly, um, what inspired me to do a podcast about rejection, I would say I was literally just, it honestly just came out of the thin air. It really was the Holy Spirit um, that led me to talk about rejection. Um, I was initially scheduled for a podcast podcast show and um, the participant wasn't able to make it. And I just went in prayer and I talked to the Lord about it. And the Lord was like, you know what, this, the topic should be rejection. And I shared it with a few people and they agreed that, yeah, let's talk about rejection. Rejection is a hot topic. And so I created the podcast um, in hopes that, you know, it'll shed some light on you know, some strategies that you can use to help you through through a journey of rejection. And what I realized as I was thinking about the podcast show, I started to think about just rejection. So we experience rejection in all parts of our lives, right? We experience it in our families, on our jobs, in relationships, in, in reference to business, right? A business partnerships, even if it comes down to business finance, like, you know, you experience those things. So 
rejection is in every part of our life. So it's essential that we know how to process it when we have these experiences so that it does not overwhelm us because depression can lead to, uh, uh, it can lead to depression. Rejection can lead to depression, anxiety. Um, some people can even become suicidal. So this is a really, really heavy topic. Um, I think that it's something that is definitely uh, necessary that we address. And so uh, that is ultimately why I came up and how I came up with the topic. So um, for the next question, question number two is says to share a personal experience of how you dealt with rejection in your life. So I've had several experiences of rejection and one in particular, like I want to talk about rejection in the sense and the lens where you can experience rejection in the womb. Um, and I know you might be thinking like, what do you mean in the womb? Well, if you are born out of wedlock, if your parents had you out of wedlock, it could be a situation where um, perhaps one of the parents, the mother or the father didn't want a baby, you know, and ultimately um, they didn't, they weren't ready. They weren't prepared for you. They weren't ready to receive you. And so you received rejection from the very start, right. And, and from the very start of your conception, um, and that could be, honestly, that could be something that's transferable and that could, um, go through, go with you throughout your life. Right. Because we know that what happens in the cradle, um, how we cradle our, our children is, um, essential to, their development, like early stages of development um, psychologically, right? Um, so, you know, they say you sing to the baby, you read to the baby and the womb, um, and they, they're familiar with your voice. Um, these exchanges makes um, communication easier for them, um, and they're familiar with words. Um, so it's important that, you know, uh, psychology says that. So um, it's essential, you know, how we approach um, rejection very early on with kids, you know, in elementary school, I can go back to stories of like, um, being wanting to play with your friends, wanting to play with your classmates and not being in the in group or being rejected and being able to sit on the sidelines or raising your hand in the classroom. This is a good one. And, um, wanting the teacher to call on you and the teacher overlooks you and you feel rejected. I've experienced all these little things, right? Like I've had that experience. Um, I've had the experience experience of like, again, like not fitting in the in crowd. Like I, I wasn't a part of it. I don't necessarily feel like I have ever had an issue with that in particular, um, though I have noticed it because I don't feel like I've ever been really in the in crowd. So that that probably wouldn't be a good example. But I can go I can go um, to first having my first heartbreak, um, my first heartbreak in having that experience was devastating um, for me. Um, I definitely felt rejected um, because he had cheated, right? I felt like um, the my world was crashing um, because he had cheated on me. I had never experienced that before. I'd, I was knowledgeable. I didn't know that people cheated. I thought that everybody was like me. You know, you assume that um, people think like you, they behave like you, um, and that wasn't his practice. And so that was the first time that I, I felt rejection in a way that crushed me. It crushed my spirits. I remember not being able to eat. Like I was so devastated. I wasn't able to eat. And I remember telling myself that I would never let that happen to me again. I would never get in a space 
where I allow someone to get that close to me to hurt me. And that's what rejection sometimes do. It causes, it causes you to shut down. And that was my experience. It caused me to shut down. So when I um, got into my next relationship, I had already, I came in with this wall built up. Um, and many instances, this is the, this is the, um, this is the the baggage that people carry around with them in their lives. They carry around this luggage because at some part of their life, they were rejected by something or somebody or something that, um, that they were mishandled and they felt like they should have been handled differently. And so I would say that life lesson, like that lesson taught me, number one, that I never, ever, ever want to, obviously you never want to experience that, but also too, I never want to respond in the way that I did. I learned a very valuable lesson and responding by shutting down, like shutting down people, shutting out relationships, because the way that you approach your relationships is going to be the outcome of the relationship. That would be how the relationship um, is going to be. And it's in your approach is it's how you initiate the relationship is what the outcome of the relationship is going to be. And so I came into my next relationship saying that I had my guards up and throughout the entire experience, we both had our guards up, which was not a good thing. And ultimately it just leads to further trauma. Ultimately you are doing a downroad, downroad spiral and you're just creating drama and trauma for yourself. But I, when I'm thinking in terms of rejection, I'm, I think about it biblically. Um, and the fact that like the greatest story of rejection of it all was Jesus himself, because the word of God tells us that he came into his own and they received him not. And so how many times have we been rejected by our loved ones? How many times have you not fit in with your loved ones or um, they didn't um, accept you or you were um, you were not included in an activity or an experience you were left out or even perhaps you're being rejected on your appearance um, your status in life you know which is so simple but people people honestly judge you based on your your status level so whatever that means whatever kind of career you have whatever kind of educational status you have, those things, I think that those things are so trivial, but that is the, our reality. That's the reality that we live in, that people um, judge you and they reject you for those things. Um, so, but Jesus, the story of Jesus himself was sacrificed. He was crucified by his own people. And so um, the word of God tells us, must, must Christ suffer the Christ, must he suffer the cross, uh, um, the Christ, uh, the cross, I'm sorry, the cross alone. Must he do this? Must he bear his cross? Uh, cross alone. No, absolutely not. So rejection is a part of our lives, right? I can continue on. There is countless amounts of stories. I'll share um, as I go on throughout this episode with biblical rejection. Um, I mean, like I, the list just goes on. It, it, it just never stops. And that's something that we probably don't think about. So when we actually experience rejection, we're crushed. But I think that if we can look at it from a biblical context, we won't be as crushed about it. And I think that after you've experienced it in several parts of your life, obviously you develop some sort of kind of resilience um, and you gather some wisdom from the experiences. Um, like I said um, before, me shutting down after being rejected the first time cost me an entire relationship where I 
withheld myself. I shut myself down. I didn't give myself the opportunity to receive love, nor did I give myself um, a chance to give love. I didn't, I didn't give it out because I was too afraid that I would be rejected again. And this is problematic. And because we are in a space and time where I believe that relationships are key, like, you know, our relationships are so important. So you don't want to go into a relationship, um, having approaching it with limitations from the start. You don't want to be limited because you're going to not get a chance to have the fullness, have the full experience of the relationship because you're going in half-sided, right? You're going in with your glass half full, right? And so you're not putting out everything. And so you're not going to get that back in return. But one thing that I will say is I'm going to move on to the next question. That is, um, you know, in, in your opinion, what is the most common mistake that people make when dealing with rejection? I would say that um, one of the most common mistakes that people make with rejection is honestly taking it personal. This sounds crazy, I know. Taking it personal. Typically, when some when you're being rejected by someone, it's not even personal. And I'm going to challenge you to, I'm going to challenge you on this. I'll challenge your thinking on this. Um, and I say this because for a person to reject you, right? This is a person. There, uh, there ultimately has to be something going on internally within them, right? And so the issue is not even with you, but it's with them. And what I have also learned is that rejection can mean so many different things, right? Um, it depends on the context of the experience. And I would say, if I looked back over my life, if I looked down through my life, rejection was in place in parts of my life where God was protecting me. So again, it is all according to how we view it, how we internalize the experience, because it was God that didn't allow certain relationships to happen. It was God that didn't allow me to gain access to certain levels of employment or certain opportunities in business, right? And and when God tells you no, it's usually because he has a better yes for you. So can we can we then assume that it's rejection? No, it's actually God's protection. It's God protecting you. And and so I would say that a common mistake that people make is in their interpretation of the experience, right? I think that if we can get past the hurt then we could start to see the value of the experience, right? So at first, I know at first glance, when you first feel rejection, the your immediate response is to be hurt. It is to be guarded. But I think that after some time, um, you should be able to pro process the experience and then dissect the value out of what's happening, right? And I think that that happens over time. Obviously, it's just like we gather wisdom over time. So you would actually have to have these experiences so that you are able to then identify, okay, this is not necessarily that. Things are things are 99% of the time are not what they seem. It's not what they appear to be, right? We can we can we can never really even believe we can't believe any of what anything of what we hear, but we definitely need to challenge everything that we see as well. Because visually what we see with our natural eye is not the same in the spirit realm. Right. So if we look at everything from a spiritual context, we will be in so much better shape as a humanity. We will be so much better off because here's the thing. God is always looking out for our best interest. There is never a moment in our life that God is not 
looking out for our best interest where he is doing things that are going to be more beneficial to us, even when we don't understand. In most cases, we overwhelm ourselves because we don't understand. We don't understand what's happening. God, I just want to understand what's happening. Well, I am here to tell you today that when you are being rejected, it is not what it seems. It is not what it seems. There is, if you go through the process, go through the process, meaning grow through the process, the outcome is going to be far greater than anything that you could have anticipated. But I would definitely say that being, it's not even, it's not, you're not, it is a personal thing. It is not, it's not personal to you. It's personal to the person um, that is being rejected. And if it's, if this is in terms of um, perhaps I was so heartbroken because I didn't get a bid on a house one time and I was so tore up about it. And I remember just releasing it to God. I was like, okay, God, I'm just going to give this thing to you because um, I really, I really thought that this was the home that I, that I should have. And, you know, I was like, this is, this is it, God. And when things fell through, I did, I felt crushed. I felt rejected. I felt like, you know, like my world was coming in to, to a close, like this was a hope and it was just a house. But like looking back at it in retrospect, like I grow, I learned so much. I grew so much from the experience because I learned that God had better for me. So what I thought was, what I thought was what I wanted, God actually has something so much better for me. Right. And that is what it, that's what, that's what's happening 100% of the time when you're experiencing rejection. Before answering the next question, I'm going to allow anonymously a few of our subscribers to make a statement or ask a question about rejection, and then I'll respond to them. I've experienced rejection plenty of times in my life. I've experienced rejection anywhere or anything from being turned down from a job, rejected from so-called friends, rejected from someone that I was dating. How did I overcome rejection? Well, I uh, recognized that it was rejection and that rejection is actually part of life. Some things are not just meant to be. Um, I've also had to process my emotions when it came down to rejection. I had to uh, process my emotions and just uh, show compassion to myself. I had to tell myself because that I, I because I was being rejected, it wasn't my fault. I also looked at rejection as I, as I got older as part of a life life lessons. It's just part of life. Throughout your lifetime, you will be rejected. So, you know, as I grew, I just treated rejection as okay. Maybe this person wasn't for me, or Maybe this job just wasn't for me. And I just took that and I grew from the experience. You know, you can be, you can turn it into something positive or you can look at it as a negative. And you definitely don't want to look at it as a negative because rejection can actually send you into a depression. So you have to, like I said before, have to recognize what rejection is, uh, process your emotions and Again, treat yourself with compassion.
and um, not allow rejection to define you as well and grow from the experience. And I will also say stay healthy. You know, you know, keep yourself healthy, keep your mind healthy, keep yourself physically fit. Uh, because again, rejection can send you into a deep depression. In response to our first subscriber's message, I absolutely love what she had to say about rejection. And I wholeheartedly agree. I love that she said, show yourself compassion because it wasn't my fault that I was rejected. That is so major because in many instances when being rejected, it's so easy for you to think that it's something that you did to cause this experience, um, especially when it comes down to um, having um, those interpersonal relationships that could present a challenge because you'll think that it was your fault. Um, I love that. And just being compassionate, really supporting and loving on yourself. And then the other thing that she said was recognizing that it's rejection, like recognizing, like not ignoring it. Because a lot of times um, if you text someone or if you call them and they don't call you back, um, you know, you want to excuse it. You don't excuse it. Those things are, those things are, you're being rejected. A person's not making time for you. That is a form of rejection. Those things are not things that you overlook. Those things are, are things that you acknowledge. So the fact that she says to recognize this rejection is so major. And then she said, don't allow it to define you. I'm not I'm not this person. I'm, this this experience is is not going to make me. It doesn't define who I am. It's not going to make me into somebody different. Um, and then she says also to make sure that you're healthy. Make sure that you're healthy. Healthy in how you're processing the experience is so important um, that you evaluate the experience. So I absolutely love what the call, what the um, subscriber had to say. Thank you for sharing. I'm now going to take another message from a subscriber. We'll listen to her scenario, her experience, and then I'll give a response. The time where I felt rejected was when I got a call back from America's Next Top Model, and I had to fly from Georgia to California. So I ended up going, I made it to California. I checked in the next morning was the audition. So I attended, I walked for the judges and I think that I did extremely well. So I was done with the audition and they sent us on intermission for about an hour. Then they called us back and they ended up cutting the entire room. And I felt very rejected because I just knew that I was going to get it. And um, how I dealt with that rejection was I just felt like I didn't want to model anymore because of that particular experience. But I realized that um, that experience was not for me. And that's how I dealt with the rejection. In response to our second subscriber's message, oh my goodness, I'm grateful for her comment because this is so true. When you have performed and you have done so diligently, that is on a job, in a competition, in a relationship, and you've given it your all, 
the expectation is that you are going to achieve. The expectation is that the relationship is going to work out. The expectation is that you're going to get the role and not having got it. I can understand the devastation and not wanting to continue modeling in that moment, only in that moment, right? I say that in that moment, because after processing, you have to move beyond that. As she shared, she said, she took away from the experience that this was not for her. She realized that this wasn't for her. So it is in realizing, it is in processing that you are able to overcome rejection. I'm gonna move on to the next question. And that question is, how can a person build resilience or bounce back from experiencing rejection? So I would say that you can build resilience or bounce back from rejection by allowing yourself the space and time to process the experience and actually really dealing with the experience so much so that it might you might even have to do a little bit of homework. I am one to always say do homework, take inventory on experience. I mean, even if that means that you got to get a sheet of paper and write down you know, the pros and cons of the experience. That is how you get the value out of things. You know, I would say like, for an example, let's just go back to a biblical story because there were so many stories about rejection. Um, one in particular, let's talk about, let's talk about the story of Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. Like that story is a crushing story. And I could not imagine how Leah must have felt. Um, because the text really puts into perspectives um, the visually um, the visual appearance of both Leah and Rebecca, and how fun Jacob was over Rachel. But the but um, their father Laban had tricked Jacob into marrying Leah. Now imagine you, this man marrying you, because your father tricked him into it. That 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 has to be devastating. Like honestly, that that had to be a devastating experience for Leah and then to share your husband with your sister and knowing that you were not the one that he chose. Oh my goodness. He, you, you were not the one that he chose. And that is, that was one of the experiences that I've had. Like I have been selected for roles when you go into roles of leadership and, and, and businesses. Um, and like, I know that I have got some positions that had nothing to do with me, but had to do with the favor of God on me, on my life and getting there, having people reject me because they felt like I shouldn't, I should be there. And it's like, you didn't want me, but God chose me. You don't want me, but God chose me. And that is, that's in this case, like, I want to know like what was going on in the psyche of Leah, like that had to be devastating, but overcoming that, having moved beyond that, uh, to see. So we have biblical stories of the struggles of rejection, biblical, biblical examples of that. Um, we can even go to the story of um, David's daughter, Tamar and her half brother. That is a tragic, that story is so tragic. Um, and having Tamar, like her brother, Amen was so in love with her. Like he tricked her dad and to having her to come serve him as he was sick only to rape her. And then after raping her to like throw her to the dogs and, and the Bible says that he began to hate her what form of rejection. And she was like, listen, the way that you just threw me to the dogs was way worse than you taking advantage of me. 
that had to be crushing. And so I know that I'm speaking to uh, to the the listeners, the viewers, like I'm sure that you might have been in a space where um, where you have been rejected so much to, to the crushing of Tamar or to the crushing of Leah, right? Because I, I can I can most certainly relate to to their to their um, I can only make context of how they're feeling because obviously the story doesn't express how they feel other than to say that you know about about Tamar how she walked away feeling with this in discontent she was she was overwhelmed by by the experience so I would say that a bounce back how do we develop resilience from this um the greatest takeaway that i would say that you would have to do is you have to be willing to grow through the process and i know that what i'm saying is hurtful it really is but can i tell you that honestly in life hurt is the thing that shapes us hurt is the thing that makes us like i wouldn't even be here today hosting a podcast um, if it had not been for some of the hurt that I've had to endure in my life, like the hurt, the crushing is your, is your making, right? And so God uses these experiences to make us, to shape us, to mold us, to make us better. So if you can go back, this is what I would say um, to a person that might be struggling with rejection right now. I want you to go back into the deepest level of hurt that you experienced in your life. Right. And from that place, look at the amount of growth that you have accomplished since you occupied that space. That is when you know that there is there is actually value in hurt. There is value in rejection. Right. But we have to be willing to look at it um, from that perspective. We have to be able to put that lens on and see it from that perspective, because otherwise we would be in a space of devastation. We would be in a space of being overwhelmed. We would be in a space of depression, which in most instances, that's where people land um, if they don't process the their rejection right. But I would say that the thing that I think that is most key is that it's not what it seems. It's, it just isn't what it seems. So it says, um, the next question for us is then, is there um, a good thing about rejection? I kind of already um, ans answered that. Um, and can I provide some examples? So I'll just share a few more examples. Um, the good in rejection is when you are rejected, like I said, there is always something better. So that rejection is because God had a better yes for you. So he sends you, he won't allow you to gain access for it. So when, you, when you're not getting access to, uh, to um, uh, an experience or a person, in that moment, it's overwhelming. But if you, when you get through, when you're able to process and you get through, you realize, listen, that was not something that I needed, right? That was not something that I needed. If you've ever had an experience where you're like, where, where you sit back and you, and you look over your life and you're like, dang, there was a time that I really wanted that. Like there was a time that I really wanted some things that I look back now and I'm like, thank God you didn't give that to me. Thank God you didn't give them to me. Thank God you didn't let me have that because it would have cost me something. Potentially even some experiences from some people, it could cost you your life, right? Because especially when it comes down to relationships and toxic relationships in, in particular, 
um, that could be. But I want to speak to I want to speak to the people or the you know the people that that that's actually doing a rejection. Most times when you see people that are that's maybe rejecting you as well, those are people that have been rejected. So this is like a cycle of a trauma. It's a it's a it is a trauma circle, a trauma circle cycle, right? It just goes around and around and around because they have been hurt. And so that is their form of, that is the, that is their um, practice. That is their form of communication. That is their way of life. Uh, and so that's all they know. So them, you know, acting up towards you again, it's not personal. It's them. It's nothing that you've done. So I think as a takeaway, I would say that when you experience rejection, you have to look at the full picture. You got to look at the full picture because again, it's not what it seems. It's just not that. Um, and then it says, the next question is, um, how can someone overcome their fear of rejection? Let me just say this. The way that I had to overcome my fear of rejection is actually experiencing the fear, actually living through the fear, right? And, and actually living through the fear of rejection is crazy as it sounds. Um, it helps me. So like, I'm not, I'm no longer afraid of being rejected um, because I, I, I now know that from living in fear, like I told you guys about that one relationship that I went into approaching it being already shut down because I was afraid that I would be rejected. I was afraid that I would be hurt. Um, I was afraid that I was going to have the same outcome. So I shortchanged myself. I, I didn't give myself the opportunity to, like I said, to experience the fullness of a relationship. And so having learned from that, the pain of that is worse than the pain of the rejection that I had. The pain of knowing that I really cheated myself out of a real experience, cheated myself out of an opportunity to experience love is what taught me, like that is what taught me that I should take risks. I should take risks because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And I believe that if God presents you with this opportunity to have this experience, there is value in it. Even if it hurts you, there's value in it. So even if you have to go through the hurt of the experience, there is still value coming out of it. Because here's the thing, you are going to leave the experience with more wisdom, with more knowledge than you came into the experience with. But it takes a lot. It takes courage to be able to have this level of thinking, right? And that also comes from experience. So the only way that you're going to be able to develop this level of resilience through rejection is to actually experience it, right? It's kind of like, you know how they say there are some things that you don't, you won't know until you know. This is one of those things. Rejection is one of those things. Like I can tell you um, so that you have some, um, some strategy, some strategies, but honestly, until you actually have an experience, you don't, you will, you won't even know how to apply those, those, uh, those strategies or those tools, right? You won't know how to apply them. But I think that having the deep conversation, um, is important because it gives you access to those tools. So this is a very necessary, uh, conversation. Um, for someone that has not experienced um, any form of rejection or perhaps maybe have experienced rejection and didn't really acknowledge it as being rejection. 
um, this that would be something that's good for them. And then um, the next question then is, um, what advice would I give to someone that's currently struggling with rejection? I think that the advice that I would give to someone that's currently struggling with rejection is I would say that you got to allow yourself. First of all, you got to allow yourself the space to be grieved by the experience, like be grieved by what you are experiencing, like own your emotions. Right. So I think that if you, you know, try to not acknowledge your emotions or try to try to act as if it's not, it's not real or it's not your reality. I think you do more harm than, than, um, than not right. You you do more harm by trying to act like it's that you're, that you've not been hurt by being rejected. Right. So I would say own, own your emotions first. I would say that um, and then I would say that after you own your emotions, then you're able to process them, right? Process what it is. Then you're able to dissect. So you'd have to dissect the experience, right? And from dissecting the experience, when you dissect the experience, that is where you are then able to um, see that it's not, it, it's really not about you. It's, it's kind of like, if we go back, let's go back biblically. You know, when Jesus, when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, he says, listen, he asked the Lord, if you will take this bitter cup from me, right? Because at this point he's feeling rejected, right? He's like, take this bitter cup from me. If you would take it, but he says, listen, nevertheless, not, not my will, but thine will, right? Like, it's like a level of acceptance. Like, okay, okay. I accept this. I think that's the next, that's the next part of a person that's experiencing rejection, acceptance. Accept that this is your experience. Accept that this is what's happening. And then that's after accepting it, that is when you are there now in a space where you can say, where you can decide if you are going to make this about you, personalize it, or if you're going to release it and honestly look at it from this perspective, there is a benefit in this experience happening and the person or the circumstance, like the situation, maybe, like I said, if it's business, if it's um, a job or something like that, then that means that there is better for me. There's always, listen, there's always a rainbow on the other side. Imagine, imagine Joseph being rejected by his brothers and then having them come during famine and he had to sustain them. Imagine that being, imagine that being your experience. You know, some of us had that, that very same experience. And so what did Joseph do? Joseph had to number one, he had to show humility, right? So even in rejection, there is a level of humility that you have to show. And all these things that I'm saying are difficult. Don't get me wrong. I know that they're difficult. I swear. Like, but I think that they are, um, they are, essential to you overcoming rejection, to you actually being able to see the value in the experience. Because listen, you can't like I, if I were to, I had never been, I'll give a short story. I had never been uh, lost a job before. I've never been terminated from a job. But I remember being terminated from my one job. And you know what? Let me just say this. First of all, I knew that it was time for me to go. So like at the, when I was terminated, it was kind of like God had already told me I had given, I had wrote a resignation letter. This is what happens. God will force you into some things, right? I had written a resignation letter in October. 
told myself that I was going to resign in October. But instead, I stayed all the way until the following July, right? I knew that I wasn't supposed to be there. So maybe this is this message is for someone right here because there's something that God has put in your spirit and you have not moved on it. But then you're going to cause you're going to cause yourself to have to have the experience that I had and that is I was forced out. And somebody might would say that's rejection, but when I tell you that it was such a celebration because I understood it wasn't it wasn't rejection. It wasn't them rejecting me. It it was that that guy. It was time for me to move on. It was time for me to move beyond where I was. And 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 that's what that's what happens in life. You know, many instances these experiences that show up looking like rejection is because you are ready for elevation. You are ready for promotion, and your unwillingness to move causes God to have to force you into position. So that is a way that's a that's a that's a that's a way to see rejection. Like you look at it from that perspective. It's not it's not personal. I would say that if I had to give any final thoughts about rejection, I would say that number one, it's not personal. It's not personal. Number two, allow yourself the space to be grieved allow your space allow yourself the space to feel the emotions that you're feeling behind it because it is only in that space that you allow yourself to have is where you're able to get some clarity about what's happening because if you ignore your feelings you're not gonna be able to get the clarity that you need to be able to move on this is how you develop that resilience to move beyond rejection and so I know that there is somebody out there that's listening that um, might um, have been rejected by their parents um, that might have been, and, and this could be in a form of adoption. This can be in a form of absentee mom, absentee dad. Um, this can be in a form of maybe perhaps a divorcee or someone that is going through some type of separation right now from their spouse. Um, or just someone that's dating and um, they they don't feel like they're being valued and they feel like they're being rejected, or even to let's let's say to um, a, a student that's right now that's taking an exam for nursing to become a lawyer to become a teacher and not reaching the score that they need to secure their, to secure their future, to go into this profession. Um, I would say to them right now, if I had the, if I, if I were to give them some advice, I would say to all of you all, even though there's different, it looks like there's different forms of rejection. They ultimately um, have, can have the same value. And that is that you can gain so much clarity about yourself, about your emotions, about who you are through an experience of being rejected. Because being rejected challenges you to face you in a way that you perhaps would not have, right? So like I said, having, um, I could speak to my own self, having like taking my teacher's exam and and not passing. I remember not passing. I was devastated. And I just felt like this is the world's 
is is coming crashing in. Yeah, I would definitely say that that was a form of rejection because that's exactly how I felt. I wasn't, I didn't feel like it was me. I felt like um, that this is, there's loopholes that they had in the system and these things were set up designed to prevent certain groups from having access um, to this field. Um, and so it just, I felt rejected, you know, I, I felt rejected. And um, how I got past that was I had to do a lot of self-talk. Right. I had to do a lot of self-talk. So there's a lot that goes into you doing the work when you're doing the work to overcome rejection. Um, that is, like I said, give yourself a space to confront your confront your emotions, confront yourself, confront your feelings. Right. Because if you don't do that. You are going to have a negative response to. To being rejected. So as I close today, um, I pray that something that I shared on the show um, about being rejected um, is is uh, helpful. You know, I pray that um, it gives you some insight into your experience or perhaps causes you to go back and reflect on a past experience where you can gain clarity from that. Now that you've gotten past it, maybe you can go back and re-examine the experience and really, you know, just think about it in terms of, okay, yeah, I might've felt this way when it happened, but now I have a change in perspective because I have a new lens by which I'm going to see the experience. So at the end of the day, the word of God tells us, I'm thinking about this one scripture, it says to, for us to always give thanks unto the Lord for this is his will and the will in Christ Jesus concerning me. And I hold true to that. I hold on to that scripture because especially when I'm in a space where I'm low or when things are not quite going the way that I, I would hope them to go or where, um, where they're not going the way that I, you know, assume that they should. I hold on to that scripture because that scripture keeps me anchored. It keeps me, it keeps me grounded because I'm like, okay, well, this is God's will concerning me. And if God, listen, if God is sovereign, right, that means that God holds all the power in his hands. So he is involved in everything, right? He's there. He's present in every moment, every moment of the day, every part of your life. He's present. He's even with us in our low places, in our dark spaces. So therefore, if this is his will concerning me, that I be in a space where I am being rejected from something, then, then I need to be thankful. I need to be thankful for this experience. I need to I need to be able to see the value in the experience. I'm not saying that this is an easy thing. I'm telling you that this is a way that's going to get you through if you're able to process it through this lens. And I say that to say that is how we gather wisdom. Our wisdom uh, comes by way of our experiences, right? And how, and how we, what we learn from those experiences. What did you, what value did you get out of? What was the value that you got out of being rejected? And so I could say that I, I learned that I don't want to enter into a relationship half full. I don't want to enter into a relationship um, having um, these preconceived uh, notions about how I should approach the relationship in terms of, oh, I'm going to go in it this way. I'm going to treat them like this. I'm going to do like that because these are all the things that rejection causes us to do. So 
yeah, release, listen, releasing yourself from those things is going to be the best thing that she can do in terms of you developing some sort of kind of resilience to move beyond an experience of being rejected. So I pray that something that I shared has touched your heart, touched your life, or bless you in some way. Um, before I sign off, I want to tell you again, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, definitely do subscribe. Our episodes are aired every Thursday, bi-weekly at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until next time, I pray that you be blessed.